0: listening to the wait what if podcast. Hey folks, you're listening to the wait what if podcast. I am your host As always, Kevin Sullivan. I'm actually on 95 South in Richmond right now, driving back from Burbiz. That was an interesting uh, little overnight trip I did up in a a casino in Oxon Hill, Maryland, uh, the MGM National Harbor. So, I've always known that veterans kind of have their, I guess you could call it like an underground sort of network. It's not even underground, but it's very, uh, um, I can't think of the word. I'm driving in traffic, and uh, so I'm I'm multitasking, and it's very difficult for me to do this, but I'm going to give it my best. I think like two or three years ago, uh, me and Mike, uh, who who used to be, who used to come on the show, Mike Stojic, the proprietor of Revival 1869, in the heart of Clayton, North Carolina. If you like bourbon, go check out his wonderful, wonderful, um, uh, whiskey bar. But anyways, I, I digress. Uh, a couple years ago we had done a, we went to a, a spoon bending, uh, I don't know, I don't know what you would call it. It was like a, a group of people that were convinced that they had psychic powers and they could, um, you know they could see objects through walls. It was pretty cool. In fact, if you go, if you go back to, I want to say it was in one of the first 25 episodes. Uh, I wish I knew exactly which one it was off the top of my head, but I don't. Uh, we got in the car and we recorded uh, an episode going out there. So that was the last time I recorded it in a car a few years ago. But I always have my microphone on me, um, and so I I decided. Well, let's back up. So you probably noticed that in the last eight weeks or so, I've been absent from the Wait What If podcast, and that's, that's not by accident. Creatively, and you could probably tell by the last few episodes, creatively, I kind of, uh, I needed to, to make some changes. I wasn't, I wasn't really enjoying where the show was going. It was becoming kind of monotonous, and I don't know if that's a common thing uh, with creative people, but I was definitely suffering from it. And so, I was trying out a few different formats, I was doing solo formats, I was doing contemporary news type of stuff, and I'm like, this, this isn't the right thing. So, I thought the best thing to do was just to step away from it, work on um, my uh, YouTube channel Better Off Med, just kind of just completely uh, rest my brain from the Weight Would Have Podcast and, and then reapproach it and see where I want to go with it. So, and I thought the perfect thing to do in that situation was to um, head up to Burbiz. Now, Burbiz, like I said, it's a, a network of uh, veterans, veteran-owned businesses, entrepreneurs, um, social media influencers, YouTube personalities. Um, like, Donnie O'Malley from TV was there. Jack Mandeville uh, was there. He's an actor, and I'm sure his resume is a little bit longer, but I can only think of him as the man who gets his penis stuck in a, uh, blow-up doll on the wonderful film, and, uh, Oscar snubbed, I would have to say, Range 15, which was, um, a joint effort from the Ranger Up guys and the Article 15 guys, um, so, who else was there, there was a few other, oh, uh, uh Richard High, who does Angry Cops, he's a drill instructor, former Army, I think Intel cop, uh, he's got some great stuff on his YouTube show so I figured let's go up there and kind of I don't know reset do a hard reset. Um, I enjoy doing better off med it's a lot of fun uh, I my heart is is with the Weight would If podcast um, there has to be some changes because in order to keep it going I think uh, I think I just have to do that I have to narrow it down so, so if you're a fan of the show, I really, really appreciate it. Uh, the interviews, I think we're going to go back to the interviews because they're, uh, it allows me to focus more on what we're doing. Uh, the guest lineup, however, is going to be more focused. And we're going to focus on uh, veterans, story of veterans. And I don't care what the story is. It could be a story of how they persevered in some austere uh, firebase in... Eastern Afghanistan. That's fine. Or they can talk about how they got out and um, how they were perceived in the civilian world and how they became successful entrepreneurs. I don't care. They could talk about how they became homeless and and why that's a problem in the veterans' world. But what I'm going to do, we're going to go back to. I mean, we're going to stick with with you know these topics of uh, the meaning of life, the importance of life, uh, how we overcome adversity. Uh, but I'm going to focus primarily uh, on veterans and and their stories because it, it reinvigorated me to go there and to to talk with these folks. Um, and it also gave me a sense of just being there. It, it was kind of like I was part of a uh, an underground group, uh, an underground fraternity where the only way that you can be a part of it is to go through the veteran's experience. And the veteran experience, as as vastly different for each individual experience, right? Everybody experiences being a veteran differently, I guess is what I'm trying to say. But the process of becoming a veteran means, you know, it starts when you're 18 or 25 and you decide to uh, basically remove yourself from the world that everyone knows and go into this other world of the military and that military has its own customs and courtesies it has its own level of humor it has its own jokes it has its own um right camar- there's just this and then there's a process of becoming a member of that military and then when you become a member of the military you get to your unit and then there's a process to become a member of the unit and then when you're in the unit there's subunits you know you can become a navigator but then you can be a special operations navigator you can be a uh air refueler navigator or you can be a, a, a security forces cop and then go into uh, become a raven I mean there's all different paths you can take and each one is a level of uh, molding the individual and then becoming uh, that person and then w- once you have these new sets of moors, these new sets of, of um, again I'm driving so it's hard for me to come up with words because I'm in tons of traffic here, but when you become this person and then you decide to leave and now you're thrust back out into the civilian world, it's like, it's like being thrown into that casino, right? Uh, after 20 years of, of not doing that sort of thing, you're like, what are these people? What are they doing? What are their, I, I I can't relate to any of these people. And I've been out of the military for 12 years and I've learned to adjust to civilians, and to um, the civilian world, and I, I am a civilian, I'm a veteran civilian, but I am a civilian, however, being a, being a veteran has always placed me in a kind of like a, a, a bubble, a weird area where I'm... I'm in the civilian world, but I have to address civilians gingerly because they're not familiar with the military background. And I, You may understand this, you may not, um, but I've been out for 12 years and I still don't consider myself fully immersed into the civilian culture. I consider myself well adapted to it, but I, I am consistently holding back advice or how I treat people differently than I mean how I would treat a civilian versus how I'd treat a member of the military because I know civilians aren't callous I know their humor isn't as offensive as ours so long story short I'm going to reboot uh, the, the Wait Weightwood have podcast and we're going to focus on interviews with people on uh, life and their stories their stories of success their their stories of failure and uh, but we're going to focus on the guests we'll, uh, they'll be veterans and uh, I apologize if that if that is not something that you want but I think it's something that's going to make this show better and it's going to help me focus on the show a, a lot more um, it's going to help me dip into a pool of individuals that I can relate to and then hopefully it'll help you relate to them uh, as well and you can kind of see I guess that dichotomy that I was explaining, that civilian world versus the civilian veteran world and how uh, things are so different. So that is all. Um, I'm south of Richmond right now, and I'm heading home. That was a great, if you if you don't know what Burbiz is, is and you're a veteran, check it out, B-O-U-R-B-I-Z. That's all I have to do is Google it. I don't know what the website is. It's like Veterans Resource or something like that, but just go on a, just Google B-O-U-R-B-I-Z, Um, it's, you know, bourbon business type of thing and uh, if you want to support it I know they they do these every so often I'm going to go to the next one, obviously because uh, it was a lot of fun kind of felt in my element for the first time in in quite a long time, in years so that's that Uh, i got to go home and update the website www.waitwoodif.com check out, if you like medical stuff check out my medical show On uh, YouTube it's I'm building it from scratch I've I've have I've been putting random episodes up over the past few years but I'm now focusing on it and and I'm gonna put out more content Uh, so it's still brand new I don't have a lot of followers if you can get me some followers over there then I'll be able to um, uh, get the backslash better off med but right now it's it's YouTube and a bunch of funky numbers and letters so in order for me to get that uh, slug better off met at the end of the um youtube site i need a subscriber so head over there subscribe uh, that's about all i have quick episode and i'll see you guys soon On Facebook.com slash WWI Podcast and at WWI Podcast on Twitter. Drop us a line at WaitWhatIfPodcast at Yahoo.com. Listen to us on iTunes, Stitcher, or TuneIn Internet Radio. Enjoyed your listening experience. Now go forth and expand your reality.